a hand so terrifying it will give you nightmares. This is the legend of La Mano Peluda. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of A Spooky Tales. Today we are talking about. Oh, why did I almost forget? Today we're talking about La Mano Peluda or what's the other word? Uh, Pachona, La Mano Pachona. And I also heard that it's sometimes called La Mano Negra. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then if our audio sounds a little different, I do apologize ahead of time. I'm using my old mic, not my new fancy one, because I'm having issues with my new fancy one, which which I shouldn't be, because it's fancy and new, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But it happens. For some reason, like, uh, technology nowadays doesn't last. Like, they make it that way. Or, like, so, like, the cables and stuff, I've had to, like, buy multiple cables. And I was like, that's some bull. It's some BS, yeah. Okay, so before we get into the story... Or the legend, I do have a listener story, and I specifically chose this legend because someone, I did I did a little thing on TikTok about it, and then someone in the comments was like, oh, this happened to my uncle, and I was like, oh my god, no way, please send me your story if you can, and they did, and I'm so happy. So that's our listener story today. I'm excited. And again, if you have a story for us that you want to share, please send it in to spookytales at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials. We love receiving them mm-hmm. and we don't want to run out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hello, this is 11.1.1 from TikTok. I will be telling the story of what happened to my uncle. The story takes place in Morelia, Mexico. My uncle had just gone to bed and slept. He didn't have any time to change because he had just come home from a party and he was drunk. Always. (laughs) Right? He then woke up at midnight and was going to throw up until he felt someone grab his leg. My uncle quickly turned around to see what was grabbing his leg and he saw the hand was huge and had long nails that scratched him, leaving scars on his leg. My uncle was still half drunk, but he remembers how it looked. He didn't have enough time to run, and he was getting dragged. My uncle was trying to fight back and prayed to God. As he was praying, whatever was dragging him bumped him into a wall. My uncle didn't remember anything else after that because he blacked out. He woke up in a graveyard with scratches and blood on his head. He remembered what what had happened to him, and he ran. My uncle was 19 at the time, and he still lived with my grandma. He told my grandma what had happened, and she quickly turned pale. She got holy salt. Is that a thing? I I don't know. I think it might be. It might never be. heard of it. <laughs> okay. Well, she got holy salt and put it in every corner, and then she t- and then she started cursing at it. After that, nothing ever happened again. That is whoa. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, onto the legend of La Mano Peluda. This is one of those that I think we all like knew. About yeah. the hand. 
but nobody knew like where it came from or why it was a thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up calling it La Mano Pachona. Um, I didn't like, like even to say like, uh, like the word, uh, the, in, uh, in Spanish, Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. The Spanish <laughs> word for pachona, like, I never grew up saying it. So, like, we always used uh, uh, pachona or pachona. And I was like, where does it come from? Like, I, I only know that it was, like, a dismembered hand that, yeah, like, attacked kids or some shit. That mm-hmm. was it. That was it. That was, like, literally all I knew. <laughs> yeah, same. And it's another thing that, you know, kids were threatened it, um, threatened with for some people. It was like, si no te portas bien, la mano peluda te va a agarrar. Mm-hmm. If you don't behave, the, the hand is going to, the hairy hand is going to come get you. I was never threatened with it. I just knew the story or that there was this hand that like attacked kids yeah. because of my aunts and uncles and stuff. Because my mom was threatening enough by herself. So, <laughs> yeah. It's Literally same, never same threatened my- us with anything. Yeah. Like my mom never did that. I was like, just listen. Yeah. But this legend, it can be heard in almost every Latin American country, uh, but it's really big in Mexico and Colombia, though the versions in each country are different. There's a lot of legends out there that that say that under your bed, there's a portal to the underworld. And so this allows for, you know, stories like La Mano Peluda to grow because La Mano Peluda, that's where it comes from, the underworld into, you know, under your bed. Yeah. Um, In some versions. But most versions of the legend say that La Mano Peluda belongs to a man that lived and died during the Spanish Inquisition. He was wrongfully accused of robbery and his hand was cut off. Some versions of the legend then say that when this happened, he swore he would get revenge on everyone, but he remained alive and then died later of old age. Other versions say that his hand was cut off. And he feels like, I'm going to get revenge on everyone. Then he was killed and buried in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> on top of cutting this poor man's hand off, no, no, no. on top of accusing him of uh, theft that he didn't commit, they cut his hand off and then they killed him. Damn, like the poor guy, man. He's just <laughs> the worst luck on the planet. Right. Um, and so now the hand comes back seeking revenge. I mean, can you blame it? I cannot, no. (laughs) But the version from Mexico is, yeah, it's different. So this takes place in the year of 1908 in Puebla, 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 Mexico. The state of Puebla and the city of Puebla, um, if that wasn't clear. (laughs) There was a man, his name was Señor Villa, but he was known as Horta. And he and his wife, (laughs) apparently his wife's, his wife was known as La Gangosa. <laughs> I don't know why. But Orta and La Gangosa, they owned a pawn shop. Orta was short and a little on the bigger side and very hairy. Oh. He was also very shitty. <laughs> he was a shitty person. <laughs> he showed off his wealth. He ripped off his customers, treated them badly, and never in his life did he do one good deed. It was common for the people of Puebla to pass by his shop and say, Que Dios te seque la mano. Please, God, dry out his hand. And they would say this as they walked in front of his store, his pawn shop. So after greedy old Orta died, God did indeed dry out his hand. Sometime after his death, a local newspaper ran a story that a graveyard keeper told them. The graveyard keeper would see a black hairy hand with rings like Orta's 
stick out of Orta's graveyard. Ew. And then it would like start moving just the hand by itself. And it would look for victims to tear out their eyeballs and choke them to death. What the hell? Yeah. And then when it was done killing for the night, it would return to Orta's grave. And the graveyard keeper like swore he saw it return to the grave. Oh, that's so gross. Right? <laughs> After this story was published, and to this day, there are people who claim the hand pulled them out of bed and dragged them to the cemetery. Just like the... the listener story yeah many have seen have claimed to see this hand moving by itself through the fields they say it looks like a giant tarantula ew yeah i mean i like tarantulas but like if your hand looks like a tarantula like you have a condition you need to see a doctor <laughs> right <laughs> like the version from puebla and other versions the legends they all describe the hand similarly the hand is black hairy with very sharp nails in the version from Colombia, the nails uh, have poison at the ends, end of the nails. Mm -hmm. It's twice as big as your average adult hand. It's disembodied, and it leaves a trail of blood behind it. Yeah. Maggots can apparently be seen around the hand as well, just like crawling around. Ew. Right? Ugh. The hand waits for children to get out of bed, and then it springs out from under the bed and pulls the child down to the underworld with it. But apparently in Colombia, it's also said to not just come out from under the bed, but also from big windows behind doors on your way to the bathroom. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll just pop out. And I always heard this story as it can come out of the wall too. That might've just been me. Mm -hmm. I also heard the story that it, it doesn't just target children. It goes after everyone. I heard the wall thing before. This could be like a cautionary tale, like don't get out of bed, stay in bed mm -hmm. um, once you're for children, you know. But there's a lot of versions out there that it doesn't just target children. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way, yeah, the way I knew it, it wasn't used as like, don't get up out of bed once you're in bed or the hand is going to get you. It was like, I, I, I probably had a deal. Oh, you know what? No, I did. I had a deal who said it. <laughs> The wall came out from, or the hand came out of the wall. Yeah, I've I've heard that one where uh, people would always say like it, like you could be walking and then like hands come out and grab you and try to suck you into the wall. I've heard that. Mm hmm. There's like just something horrifying about like I feel like I saw it. I don't know what movie it was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about with like all the hands pop out and the girls like ah. Yeah, yeah, that just like. It's like ingrained. I'm like, oh my god. I, I don't know what what movie that is. Like everyone's always like talking about like these '80s American flicks. I'm like, yo, I'm a person of color. We didn't grow up on that, <laughs> right? Right. So I don't know. I, yeah, I know I've seen that part, but I don't know what movie it is or anything. I have no idea either. So if someone can tell us, <laughs> I'd be like, you haven't watched. It. Like, listen, I don't even like really watch TV now, but like I especially did not watch American movies, like growing up i didn't well i'd watch kids stuff but anything i was born 91 okay so anything prior to that is like i've no, i i've seen one or two 80s movies and that's it uh like, i watched whatever was on telemundo dubbed in spanish <laughs> um that's what i was watching because that's what my dad was watching <laughs> 
but like 80s movies i really haven't seen american 80s movies there's like there's a handful i have like uh ghostbusters and stuff which i think it's an 80s movie and and stuff like that which i have seen and you know a few others but a lot of people are like you haven't seen that i'm like no i didn't grow up on this like yeah same but do you want to get into what what you have uh yes so um i stated in the beginning uh growing up i didn't call it la mano peluda I called it La Mano Pachona. That's always what, what uh, to say Harry, we use the word Pachon or Pachona. And I was like, wait, it's the same thing. Like, where does this word come from? So uh, I did a little research and the word Pachona comes from the Nahuatl word Pachontik, meaning hairy or woolly. And the verb Pachoa, meaning to cover. So it's like covered in hair. It's basically oh, okay. the thing. Uh, and the, these words were adopted by the Spanish and it became pachon or pachona. Interesting. Uh, uh, I have never used that word for Harry, just peluda. Yeah, I and it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I That's what I grew up. I never, I hardly ever, ever use peludo or peluda. And like the, the word that I grew up with was pachona. Uh, yeah, like uh, I'm uh, I'm terrible, and I keep wanting to say but panocha. <laughs> oh my god, I heard that! I heard, I heard that in the comments. Like someone was like, "That's not how I spell pachon," and I was like, "Pachona," and I was like, "What are you?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, do not confuse panocha and pachona. <laughs> Two vastly different things. One yep. is very vulgar; the other one is not. <laughs> But, like, I always said, like, pachona or pachon, and we just know what it means. It means, like, like, like fuzzy, like hairy. <laughs> and I found it funny because I was, like, I thought it was, like, both Spanish words. And I was, like, wait, they're not, like, Spanish, like, like you know, how you can use hairy, but at the same time, woolly or, or fuzzy and stuff, mm-hmm. like, interchangeable. And they're, like, no, it's a Nahuatl word. I was, like, oh, that's cool. So while researching this, the stories of La Mano Pachona. I came across a story on Reddit. This comes from Reddit user Koalisi said. <laughs> I, listen, it's going to be in the show notes, okay? Don't ask me. Yeah. Some of these usernames are like out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Reddit user says, My mother and grandmother both swear that they had to fight off a dis- disembodied hand that was strangling my older brother. But like, why did I terror swear? Like, we seen some shit stare. Damn. And that was like a short little like story, but I was like going on to what you said that like this La Mano Peluda, La Mano Pachona tries to choke people and kill them. Yeah, the one in Mexico does. The other ones pull you into the underworld. You know what I was thinking? Like this is very like Freddy Krueger-ish. And also, is this where the inspiration for Hand from the Adams Family comes from? You know, it could have been not specifically this, but disembodied hands are just big across many cultures. So, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, there's a European legend, the old glory hand or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were telling me, you were telling me, that's right. Yeah, I didn't write anything down about it because I was like, whatever. <laughs> it's- but hold, let me just Google search really quick because I've mentioned it. Old glory hand. Oh, my bad. Okay, Hand of Glory is what it's called. The Hand of Glory is the dried, and this is from Wikipedia because I didn't write notes down. A Hand of Glory is the dried and pickled hand of a hanged man, often specified as 
the left because the left is like a the sinister, yeah, evil, sinister hands, evil, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Or if the person was hanged for murder, sorry, the hand <laughs> that did it's it's called the hand that did the deed. Old European beliefs attribute great powers to a hand of glory combined with a candle made from fat from the corpse of the same malefactor who died on the gallows. The candle so made, lighted, and placed as if in a candlestick in the hand of glory. Oh, I've seen this. Okay. It would have rendered motionless all persons to whom it was presented. The process for preparing the hand and the candle are described in 18th century documents with certain steps disputed due to the difficulty. Okay, that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. But who, like, going on to who is like, hmm, let me pickle this hand. I want, mm, right? Like, who? Apparently, it's um, big in some comics Hellboy, then Invisi- Invis- Invisibles, Black Magic, and Marvel Comics. I had no idea it had a name. <laughs> oh, it was proposed as one of the motives for an unsolved murder in England in 1941. But yeah, it's a popular hand. All over the world. That's wow. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So when researching this, I also came across, among many names, uh, like one of the things they call La Mano Peluda is La Mano Negra or the black hand. And La Mano Negra is a leyenda castellana, which translates to Castilian legend. As the legend goes, La Mano Negra is a shadowy, diabolical entity that can take form of a black phantom hand. And Torre de Juan Abda, Abda, Abad, Abba. <laughs> I don't know. I saw your notes and I was like, mm, good luck. And <laughs> Torre de Juan Abad, a municipality in Ciudad Real, Castile, La Mancha, Spain. Oh my God. Like, even Spain has that thing where it's like, let's name everything 10 words. Right. Um, La Mano Negra is a female entity with long hair, dressed in black with long black nails, who inhabits puddles and wells. She lies in wait, always attentive, and when she gets the chance, she drags children into her burrow, like, Whoa. They describe it like a liquid burrow. So, like, uh, I guess, like, water and wells or anything like that is, like, almost like a portal to her world or something. And sh- her hand pops out and she drags people, like, kids specifically, into wow. a little Ooh. thing. In Solana, also in Ciudad Real, it is said that she takes wayward and bad-behaving children into her little world thing in other areas in spain la mano negra is connected to a scarecrow a nocturnal creature that would wander around in search of bad people and in other places they have something called la pata negra which what? is a foot yeah okay. the black foot the, the black foot is usually drawn as a large black dog or a black leg of a fox and for some reason they say like this is connected to the hand and we're, i'm gonna get in, into why in Galacia, it is believed that these are all aspects of a shape-shifting demon. Who Whoa, can take, okay. That's a good twist. <laughs> yeah, who can take the form of these things in order to scare people to death. In Castro de Monte Alegre in Spain, two people were passing by a path. One saw nothing and the other saw a black hand and died moments later. So it is believed that like these, these disembodied hands are like uh, just... Like demons trying to like take people and kill them and stuff. Wow. Okay. 
And on the fandom.com link that I got this uh, La Mano Negra information from, an anonymous user left a comment. I am from Mexico City. I need more data than what you saw, since I am investigating for the reason that I have also seen it. And not only that, it has tried to drag me into shadows when I'm not alert. Please give me some information where I can contact you. I don't know who he's telling this to. Um, it seems Probably like a person. person. Yeah, so it seems to like he's either talking to someone whose comment was deleted or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the person who wrote the article. So he's asking for contact information. No matter where in the world you are, I need all the information I can, no matter how insignificant it can seem to you. Since for me, time is vital and this information on this can save me since the church has not been able to help. So whoever this user is has also like he also believes it's like demonic. La mano negra, la mano peluda, la mano pachona. Like some people believe it's it's not like a ghost, it's like a demon. And this user from Mexico thinks that it is a demon because it's trying to drag him into the shadows. Very interesting, and I hope this anonymous person is okay. <laughs> yes, anonymous person. I hope you are okay, and I hope I don't know, like how, <laughs> like like good right. luck, good luck, <laughs> good luck. I don't know. Like I heard this growing up, and. You know, like, like, if there is, like, a demonic thing to it, it, like, just becomes more scary. Because our parents are just like, yeah, this mano, like, peluda, and, like, nobody's, like, even you caring just, about you it. You just had to keep your uh, feet inside your covers, sleep with socks on. Is that also, sleep like, against a the thing? wall. Yeah. Like, like no, no, like, the, the, the thing where it's, like, you, I have a habit of leaving my foot out dangling from the bed. Oh, my God, girl. That's why, that's why the ghosties get you. <laughs> Me van a jalar las patas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know, like, the mano peluda, pachona, whatever, is, like, connected to that. But now I'm like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puts foot inside under the covers in this 100-degree weather. <laughs> yeah. Never sleeps with foot outside of covers again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's where, like, the, the stories of, like, because in... in Latin America, I don't know if this is, I'm pretty sure this is everywhere, but we have a thing that like paranormal creatures, specifically ghosts at night, like haunt people and they pull them by their feet. Yeah. And this thing, this thing drags you by your feet too. So, um, so does, does those stories originate from this or is it just like anything paranormal can like come get anything paranormal? They just really like feet. Like, I mean, to be honest, it's a lot more terrifying to be dragged by your feet than it is by your hands. Like, I agree. There's just something about it. Because <laughs> you would assume if you're being dragged by your hands, maybe you can see what's doing it. But if you were just like, if you just got out of bed, you just set your foot down, bam, something drags you from behind. You're, you're not, you're not looking. You can't see, you know. You're like, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's just a lot more scary. So while we were researching this, I also wanted to look into some other hand, disembodied hand legends from other or folklore from other cultures. So one that I found, this is from Iroquois tribes, indigenous tribes, uh Iroquois. I I don't know. You're you're asking. (laughs) Q-U-O-I-S. You're asking the wrong person. We're terribly sorry. If you can tell us how to pronounce it, please, we'll do our best. But 
Yeah. <laughs> so this is called Oniyaten. That's how it says it's pronounced on this website. It translates into dry fingers or dry hand. It is a disembodied mum mummified arm, specifically of Seneca and Cayuga folklore. In some stories, dry fingers is purely a boogeyman appearing in deserted areas to terrorize people that pass by. But in other stories, dry fingers or dry hand is a vengeful apparition that only punishes badly behaved people, especially those who speak evil of the dead or pry into other people's business. <laughs> what the hell? Chismosos? <laughs> right? The arm can fly. So there's that. And any person touched by its withered dried finger is killed, afflicted with a disease, or struck blind. Wow. Yeah. While searching for disembodied hand legends, I came across one from Japan. And this thing is called Akateko. It literally translates into red child's hand, Ooh. and it's exactly that. <laughs> it's a bloated red child's hand hanging from a honey locust tree. What? And it's that tree only. I don't know why. Japan has some crazy legends. Like They really do. You guys in Japan, are you guys okay? Like, right? breathe if you need help. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're like, I've researched some of their folklore, and it is, like... It's insane. It is. I mean, I, I'm here for it, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, it, kinda, it scares me. <laughs> yeah, but the hand is creepy, this little red hand, but it's not harmful. It just likes to mess with you. <laughs> Aww, like it, So it is, like, you know, acts like a little kid then. Yeah, but... Some legends say that this little hand, the Akateko, all appears at the same time as the Akaashi, which clings to people's feet, making it hard for them to walk. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Usually, these trees are in front of elementary schools. So. Really? Are you... Japan. <laughs> Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all places. <laughs> right? Just scaring ch children. Oh, my God. That's funny. But yeah, that creepy. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. Yeah, a long time ago, I was scrolling TikTok and I came across an indigenous TikToker who was sharing a story about a disembodied hand coming out of the wall. And I, I wish I had saved it because I can't find any information on it or what it what was. It was. Or anything, but it was a terrifying story and I regret not saving it. Yeah, there's something creepy about just, like, hands. It, like, ha like just hands by themselves. Like, when I've seen shadow people, sometimes it's just the hand. Ew. Like, like oh. it's it's not, like, the whole, like, shadow figure, like, a, you know, the whole body. Sometimes it's just, like, a hand reaching out, like. And it's, like, it looks like it's, like, you know, like, when, I, I don't know, I guess the best way to explain it is, like, if you put your entire arm against the wall and just drag it up or down, and it looks like that, except it's a shadow, completely, like, you know, pitch black, whatever, and, yeah, and sometimes, it, like, when I see it, it's, like, very long, like, ridiculously long. Like, you know how wow, shadows... that's terrifying. When shadows are cast, like, it makes yeah. you elongate, so it's the same thing, except... It clearly has five fingers and stuff, and it's like, like almost like reaching out to grab you. Maybe that's maybe what I've seen was like La Mano Negra. Maybe that's what it is. Oh my god, that just makes it worse. I don't know why. <laughs> it's evil. 
Yeah, it's like supposed to be. Oh my gosh! Whoa! No. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. It's just the shadow person because once yeah, it gets into just, the I don't just know. go with that. I just yeah. go with that for my sanity. <laughs> yeah, this is another fun one that I'm gonna share. It's. I mean, we're already sharing other non-Latin American country yeah. hairy hands stories. So this one is called Hairy Hands, and it's in the English country of Devon, in mm-hmm. a road in Dartmoor. But apparently, these hair these the hairy hands. The road is known. Sorry. So the road is known as B three two one two. I don't know how they say roads over there. I have no idea how that works either. But according to the story, the hairy hands are a pair of disembodied hands that appear and grab at the steering wheel of a moving car or the handlebars of a motorcycle and then force the victim off the road. <gasps> oh, ew. Yeah. Ugh. You know, that reminds me of, like, uh, I can't remember where, and I'm pretty sure one of our listeners will know, but, like, there's a story, like, there's this road uh, right by the train tracks, and, like, several, like, decades ago, a school bus was crossing over the train tracks, and a train came and, like, smashed into the school bus and killed, like, the kids and stuff, and, like, in this, like, road, um, you could see, like, cars, uh, it almost feels like they're being pushed, and then, like, I guess, like, sometimes there's, like, little handprints on it. Oh. I forgot where this was. So, there's a big, there's this, there's a lot of gravity hills all over, Mm -hmm. not just California, but the United States. Mm -hmm. A lot of gravity hills will have this other legend attached to it that if you put your car in park, something pushes it up, and then you see little hands on the back. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. And there's also... A lot of towns have this, but the biggest one is probably the San Antonio train track legends. The uh, legend where there was yeah. a bus that got in a car accident. The bus was full of kids. I think that one's the one. Yeah. And then now if you put your car over the tracks, it gets pushed over and you see little hands on the back. Yeah, I think that's the one. But like, it reminds me of that. But <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think it's like the little kids trying to say, hey, we don't want what happened to us to happen to you. But still. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> but thank you, little kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, hands are that thing where it's like, I mean, they're used to grab. They're used to snatch, obviously. That's what we, we use them for, you know? So if you see something, it's like, dude, that's not, they're trying to get something. Like, they're trying to either harm me, drag me, or I don't know. Ugh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. I, you know what? I came across this, like, story on Facebook when I was researching it sometime this week, and I'm going to try to see if I could find it again, but it was like a totally different legend to um, La Mano Peluda. Mm-hmm. That we hold on. And I got to find it. And you know what? And I came up across it like this this week, and now I can't find it. Hold on. I'll, no. Let me go back into my history. La Mano, but, but anyway, so the gist of the story was that there was this, these two, uh, a mother and a daughter who went, um, who were getting ready one night to go on a stroll. And cause I remember I listened to the story, but I was like, I was, I'm not sure if this has anything to do with it or if it was like, maybe like a creepypasta that somebody wrote. I wasn't oh, too sure yeah. cause I couldn't find it, but I'm going to paraphrase the story. And if y'all know where to find this and have the correct story, cause I'm doing this from memory. Okay. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> This was, like, back in the turn of the century in, like, 1935 or something, somewhere around that time. 
And a mother and a daughter went on like an afternoon stroll. Um, they had the time because uh, their husbands were away at work at, at like an, on a business trip. And it was like on another, you know, town or city, you know, how back then they would like leave for days at a time. So they went on a stroll one night and as they're, they're getting ready and they open the door and a group of men come in and they end up like murdering these two women and you know their their husbands come back from this business trip to discover that their bodies have been you know their bodies they're they're completely you know it was gruesome so body parts all over the place anyways <laughs> like that and then you know they, they get the police and the, and the coroner or whatever at the time and they figure that whoever killed these women it was someone they knew and I believe uh, one of like the neighbors or something heard heard a name, and I can't remember the name. But they ask if it, if you know the husbands if there's anyone in the the family with that name, and they're like, yeah, it's my nephew. The the father was like, yeah, it's my nephew, and so they arrest him, and they find that like he got people to to kill his aunt and his cousin and they stole money from them. Like the, oh. like this huge, like, like box of like, you know how back then they had like these uh, in their houses, they have like, like a trunk, like a trunk of money and gold and stuff. Uh -huh. And so he stole that. And um, you know, I, and if I remember correctly, like whatever happened to them, like, you know, because porque robaron con sus manos because they stole, you know, that they like, he became cursed and he turned into la, la mano peluda for stealing. Oh, okay. And that was the story. And I was like, this, this sounds like a creepy pasta because I've never heard of this. And when I was researching, it was like the only thing. So I was like, I'm not sure if this is a creepy pasta or not. Like it, it could be. So I didn't include it in, in my notes. And now I'm kind of bummed that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not come across that. Very interesting. Even if it is creepypasta, entertaining nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, because they, I mean, that's what they used to do too back then. Like whoever stole, like they used to like chop off their hand or whatever as punishment for stealing. So it makes sense. Yeah, hence the um, version from Colombia where mm -hmm. the hand is severed. Yeah. Where the hand is cut off and then he's killed, even though he didn't do it. <laughs> Hands, man, the creepy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So unlike the hands from the Adams family, these hands are terrifying. <laughs> yes. Um, but this is a good place to wrap up because I have to go pee. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So yeah, if you oh, you know what? I know how to end this. Sleep with your feet under the covers with socks on if you're gonna stick them out of the covers so you're safe from la mano peluda. And remember it's also la mano pachona, not panocha. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get those confused, you guys. Don't, don't Especially not in front of Latin parents. Not yeah. in front of Latin parents. Not in front of your seniors, okay? <laughs> you're asking to get, like, looks and probably yelled at. A little smack on the back of the head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, stay as spooky. We'll catch everyone next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.